0: Welcome to the 20 something years podcast. I love reading. I have been reading since I was a kid and back then Instagram and TikTok and all these social media platforms obviously didn't exist. Uh, I relied on the bookstores to give recommendations but nowadays we have with the influence of media we have TikTok, Instagram, YouTube etc giving us recommendations. Before we dive into today's topic I had some extra information. So, talking about book dedications, there are many book dedications that are so heartfelt and so heartwarming. But I think my recent favorite was the one from the American Roommate Experiment. It said, Those who waiting on love, Be patient. Love is a total drama queen. It's just waiting to make an entrance. And I swooned. I mean, it's just so cute. Then there was this other dedication that's straight up hilarious. It's from the book called The Right Swipe. It said, Unless you are a man who ghosted me at some point, in which I am explicitly not thanking you, and send you no love, I assume you are dead. It's the only explanation for your disappearance. Peace. And I started laughing even before I dove into the book's chapters, which I think is a good way to start a book by making your dedication hilarious or very. Uh, soon worthy so these are my two like the most memorable book dedications i have read like around 800 books till now and 200 plus books on wattpad i'm not bragging i'm just stating a fact yes i had a wattpad phase as well i wrote two books on wattpad which i don't recommend for any of y'all to read because um, it has a lot of grammatical errors and just no I am not proud of them but I'm proud of the fact that I wrote two books at 16. 17. How old was I? Oh god. I think I was 16 or 17. And I wrote two books on Wattpad, which I think are fan fictions of a series Indian series I really loved. It was called Nisha Ruske Cousins, and I absolutely adored the characters. Uh the characters were named Nisha and Kabir, but I didn't like the name Nisha, so I changed it to Amaya because I like this other show called Tere Sheherme. And the main character in that was named Amaya. Uh, oh god i i wrote two fan fictions can you believe it and it has like what 30 40 chapters each and it they are quite uh pop when they quite went popular on wattpad which is very surprising my book was once or twice in the top three books in the romance fan fiction se- section so i guess i should be proud but i'm not proud of the writing because i know i can do much better just an update for y'all that i am writing my book i have changed the plot of the book i don't know how many times like i have completed 15 chapters till now Uh, i have wrote the ending so what i'm left to write is just the climax scene of how the 15th chapter onwards and the ending connects to each other i have the story in my mind but it's difficult to write when i have other adulting responsibilities on me like my college my exams my career my uh, reading time and what not but yeah, I will soon finish it. I post updates on my blog called The Girl with Blogs quite frequently about my book whenever I am writing it. So you guys can go check it out. And yeah, let's get into today's topic. Let's talk about Book Talk and the way it affects readers, shall we? So, Book Talk is basically used to describe the book community on TikTok. It's just like Bookstagram, but is it toxic? Booktalk has become a popular space for readers and book lovers, book enthusiasts to share their thoughts, recommendations, and reaction to books. On Booktalk, users share videos of themselves discussing their favorite books. Reviewing new releases, recommending titles to their followers, and participating in reading challenges. Some book talk creators also create visually stunning book-related content such as bookshelf tours, book, book hauls and book-inspired fashion and makeup tutorials. There are several articles that talk about how book talk community is more of a lifestyle aesthetic than actual reading. BookTok has become a powerful force in the publishing industry, with several books becoming bestsellers after gaining popularity on the platform. Some notable examples include The Song of Achilles, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, The Midnight Library, It Ends With Us, and many more books. Many authors and publishers have also started to use BookTok as a way to promote their books and connect with readers. They may partner with BookTok creators for sponsored content or use the platform to share sneak peeks and behind-the-scenes looks at their upcoming releases. Overall, BookTok has become a vibrant and supportive community for book lovers of all ages and backgrounds and has helped to bring attention to a diverse range of books and authors. Some popular BookTok trends include book recommendation videos where users recommend books based on a specific theme or genre and bookshelf tours where users show off their col- book collections and explain their organization methods booktok has also been a powerful force in promoting diverse voices and marginalized authors users frequently share and recommend books by authors of color lgbtq plus authors and authors from other underrepresented communities. Despite its many benefits, BookTalk has also faced a lot of criticism and controversies. Some critics argue that platforms focus on hype and the trendiness can lead to a lack of critical thinking and nuanced discussion about books. Additionally, some authors and publishers have been accused of using BookTalk to manipulate book sales and inflate their popularity on the platform. Despite these challenges, BookTalk continues continues. continues to be a thriving community for book lovers around the world and is likely to remain an important force in the publishing industry for years to come. However, it only recommends certain books to its audience and those are the same books again and again in most of the videos. Bookstores are also influenced by this as they keep these books more in stock than the rest which are actually better to read than the recommendations. This community on BookTok makes the other readers feel smaller in comparison to what they read and some videos uh, portray like are you even a reader if you don't read books by Sarah J Maas or Colleen Hoover. This kind of puts a downfall for readers. Talking about Colleen Hoover. so. She is a best-selling author, known for her contemporary romance novels. She has published numerous novels including Maybe Someday, Ugly Love, It Starts With Us, It Ends With Us, etc. Her writing often explores complex themes such as love, loss, and trauma, and her books have gained a loyal following uh, for their emotional depth and relatable characters. She has won several awards for her work, including the Goodreads Choice Award for Best Romance in 2014 and 2015. So, It Ends With Us is a book published in 2016 by Colleen Hoover. It tells the story of Lily Bloom, a young woman who meets and falls in love with a neurosurgeon named Ryle. Despite some initial reservations, Lily becomes deeply involved with Ryle and they begin a passionate relationship. However, Lily soon discovers that Ryle has a violent streak and a troubled past. Now she must decide whether to stay with him and sort their problems or leave him and move on with her life. The novel deals with complex themes such as domestic violence, mental illness and the difficulty of making tough choices. It has been praised for its honest uh, portrayal of these issues and its nuanced characters so why is this book or this author a no for me why wouldn't i recommend it firstly my issue with is it that it is marketed as a contemporary romance book how is this book books that supposedly portrays a fight of a young woman against domestic abuse or romance book, even if I consider the small romance that is there with the characters of Lily and Atlas. The book is written well, I'll give it that, but my issue is why are the bookstores keeping this book or selling this book in the young adult section? young adult age range if i'm not wrong is 12 years to 18 years and i guess no person and i genuinely mean no person under the age of 20 has any business reading this book and i say it with so much confidence because i have seen people under the age of 20 buy this book due to the hype post it on their stories or instagram wherever three they days later after reading the book they are either team ryle or team atlas i can understand if a kid is team atlas because he's the hero in the book but team ryle This book makes them romanticize the abuse Ryle put Lily through, which is not right. I know such kids personally and it actually makes me horrified the content kids these days are consuming. And it's all because to the because of the trends going on Bookstagram, BookTalk, BookTube, etc. Again, talking about my issue, my issue isn't with the book, but the way it is marketed, the way it has the wrong target audience, the way the wrong target get audiences consuming this without understanding the story i know it really isn't the author's fault of how the product they created is consumed the wrong way but it is it's really proven how it was a mark marketing gimmick when they announced a coloring book based on it ends with us and i oh, it's so frustrating because why would you do that i know they apologize and cancel the launch But how was it even an idea that was approved? It's too bizarre to even think about it. And if that wasn't enough, there is a movie being made on this book. It has... Uh, Blake Lively and Justin Baldoni starring Lily and Ryle respectively. I would not like to go uh, depth about how the author is controversial because I, I it could be just rumors or anything, so I won't go into that. But the book itself is quite problematic when people under the age of 20 are reading it overall it's just frustrating to see such books being marketed to kids disguised as young adult books when in fact they are definitely not appropriate for young adults in my opinion considering we just talked about a really heavy topic why don't i go on to more of a lighter topic since we are talking about books let's discuss books so i read this book called the right move and it has an amazing scene where it kind of breaks a third wall as the characters are fake dating so the female main character goes do you know how to growl and the ma- uh, male main character is just confused. She asks him to darken his eyes and all. And he's like, no, I can't darken my eyes. What the hell are you reading? And that had me laughing at 2am when I was reading this book. So that's just hilarious. So I do recommend the book series, Windy City series by Liz Tom Day. Uh, The first book is uh, Mile High and the second book is The Right Move from which this scene is. Also talking about the Bridgerton series, I am waiting for season 3 now. But I am quite disappointed since I wanted season 3 to be about Benedict and Sophie, considering uh, that Benedict is the third brother in the book series that I read. But it's about Colin and Penelope, so let's see how that unfolds. But coming to Queen Charlotte, oh my god, I did not expect to make that series make me ugly cry at midnight. That was not okay. Like it was so cute when I started ugly crying when uh, George said you did not go over the wall oh my god but in the different perspective I do want to see how Viscountess Violet Bristain and Viscount Edmund Bristain met and how their love story unfolded because the story of Lady Danbury was quite depressing and very sad to watch But Violet Brishton, like to see Violet Brishton from her childhood days was quite a treat to witness. And it was just a six episode series. I did not know that. And what happened to Reynolds? Like why was Brimsley dancing alone? I did not expect For that scene to make me cry, also. So, this series, limited series, was a cry fest for me. It was so emotional, but everything in it was spectacularly shown, and it makes more sense on how Queen Charlotte behaves in the first two seasons of Brishton. Like it was the perfect prequel to happen, and not me stupidly smiling at their first meeting because it was so cute. The way she kept on saying, My Lord, and my lord and he just kept saying george is just george for you and it was so cute but i don't think anything will top anthony bridgeton like that man is perfection in the series and their confession of george and charlotte from the moment i saw you trying to go over the wall i have loved you desperately Uh, oh my god that Like, I couldn't think of any confession topping Daphne and Simon or Anthony and Kate. But Queen Charlotte and George just won the best confession. Like, that was so cute. However, I do plan on making a YouTube video of reviewing the Brishton books. I will have to read them again because I don't remember many of the plot points, but I will post it around the time season 3 releases, so that will make me motivate to read the, all the books again. I, will, I have just read the first 5 books, I don't think I'll read the rest 3. Uh, and the epilogue i just read it with each book as it goes on but yeah i i but i want a review the fifth book technically like it won't be a full full review it will be just going through the basics uh, i'll be posting that when season three releases talking about books i have bought like eight more books and i have a huge tbr pile already so i don't know how i'm going to finish that i have to read so many so many books and i can just see them right in front of me at my bookshelf and it's giving me anxiety because i don't know what to do about them because i have like 10 books on my kindle unlimited 10 books on my phone ibooks on my phone and like around 30 books unread on my shelf and it's just too much and my exams are coming up so i don't know how i'm going to read them handle my exams and finish my orders at the same time if you all don't know i have a small business called bricolage by s so i do also sell bookish merch, including bookmarks stickers and all that's uh, those sorts of things you can check me out on instagram at bricolage by s Uh, the girl with blog is mostly a lifestyle blog personal blog whatever you want to call it it's about the books i read and review it's about the daily mundane things things i find aesthetic etc food i try or uh, and whatnot while 20 something years has officially a instagram account so you can follow me there on 20 something years for just podcast updates I'm trying to maintain an aesthetic feed as that was something I was aiming for when I started the podcast. So have a good look to it. The theme is mostly pinkish hues and all. So yeah. That was it for today, you guys. We started on a heavy, light, heavy note about the book talk, the failure of book talk in my opinion, and how it affects the readers. And sadly, TikTok is not an in India uh, since COVID 2020. Uh, but we do have reels and tiktoks are on it and you can see tiktok compilations on youtube as well but that was just a point of view on how tiktok can affect its readers and how koho's marketing strategy is really not working in my opinion as it's a downfall that's coming in the near future is what i feel but yeah that was my opinion you guys i hope you respect it and i understand many of you won't agree with it but let's not leave hate guys and i'll see you next week